Good morning, good evening, um, good afternoon, wherever this podcast is finding you. I hope you are in good spirits. I hope your day is going well. If not, um, it will get better. Um, It's a beautiful day, a beautiful morning here in Georgia on the East Coast. So I just want to say what an amazing 2019 we had with the podcast Resilient Rails. So thank you. Hand claps to everyone who streamed, who shared, who left a comment, who told someone about my podcast. I thank you so much. So we are looking forward to just growing the podcast um, 2020, getting merchandise um, to everyone who wants to support um, the brand and the name Resilient Rails. So be on the lookout for that. I have a birthday coming up, so that's going to be interesting. I am turning 30 years old. I know, I know, I look great. I look like a baby, but I'm turning 30, and I can't believe it. So, you know, what does turning 30 mean? Like, I think maybe 20 or 30 or 40 years ago, you know, maybe turning 30 was this this um this point in your life or this pivot in your life where you are supposed to have this, 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 and things are going this way. And I mean you just I think like back in the day, what was it? Marriage, kids, a house, a job you're gonna stay on for 30 plus years and retire, you know, all that stuff. And I feel like now 2020, new year, new decade. 30 is like you are just beginning. The reason why I say that is because so many women and men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, they look great. They're taking care of themselves. They are um, they're traveling. They're doing the work they want to do. They are beginning new businesses. They are graduating school. They're purchasing homes. So I kind of sort of feel, and it's a really good feeling, Um, That like my life is just beginning. So I want you listening to this wherever you are right now, whether you are less than 30 and you're you're getting close to 30 and you feel like you need to have all this stuff done, whether you are over 30 and you feel like you missed your mark. um, I just want to say and encourage everyone that your life begins when you decide to not quit, when you decide to not give up, when you decide decide to persevere and endure. So at any time, at any age, at any moment, in any decade, in any year, in any month, you can decide to start living a life that is more beneficial for you. So with that being said, of course, we have the podcast, the merchandise, the website. Let me tell you. It was a lot with the website, okay? And with the holidays and with different things, I just have not been able to work on it and get it back to where I want it to be to present it to you guys. So it's another, like, one of my little babies. It's not like a baby. It's not my baby. That's like my little niece. It's like my nephew or something. Like my website. It's like I really love it and um, I want the best for it. But sometimes my attention has to go to my baby. So, you know, I'll work on you. I'll give you time when I have time. So, basically, what I'm saying is I'm going to get the new pictures up. We have some beautiful pictures 
um, taken by a photographer. He's a young, talented photographer from the city. Um, the models in it, they did great. We had a great time. It was a great day. And um, I look forward to giving you guys more content and keeping that website updated. Of course, we have the book. My first novel, Saving Grace, is slated to be delivered and ready, available April. I know everyone's asking about the book and when is it going to get here and I'm waiting on it. And I appreciate that. But I also appreciate my um, business owners, my entrepreneurs, my mothers, my other writers and creatives who understand you cannot rush your art. Now, you do want to put a fire under yourself. You know, you want to meet deadlines. You want to get things done and complete. But when you, something as special as this is my first book. Um, like I tell everyone, you know, it's not a self-help book. It's not a, a memoir. It's not an autobiography. Like this is a fiction book that I created to address certain concerns that I feel like are not addressed or not, or not, um, they're not addressed as often and as freely as I would like for them to be in my culture because I can only write about myself I can't speak on how it is in Italian culture or Hispanic or Asian um they may definitely go through some of the things we go through um in the African-American black culture but I just feel like we as people need to learn to heal we need to learn to pull together educate one another um I mean I know a lot of these cycles have just been going on forever I know they have deep rooted um they have deep roots and a lot of our behaviors and actions stem just from what we are being taught what we know what we learn or the lack of what we learn so um this book is very important to me um addressing things such as you know heavy hitters i mean suicide um incarceration a little bit in there because you know, Kendrick is like a bad boy, but he, he's turning over a new leaf. So, you know, but he, he does have a past. Um, what else? Um, absentee mothers. Um, one of the major things is their father is really, um, a, a structure in their lives. So the relationship that Parker, Paloma, in Paris half with their father is very important and prevalent in the book um the relationship they do not have with their mother is also very important um she suffered from mental illness she actually um well I don't want to give it away too much but she did suffer from mental illness and because of her illness it did cause kind of a um snowball effect uh, affecting Parker the worst and of course Parker is the main character Parker Grace her suicide her death is what ultimately saves the Grace family um the first few chapters are about hurt and the last few chapters are about healing we have perfect 13 chapters I felt like that was the perfect number the one thing you guys like writers especially um tell your story so don't feel like you have to write a 35 chapter novel if your story is a short story and it may can be told in seven chapters, if you want to do like I remember one time I wanted to do like a series where um, each book 
may only be like maybe six or seven chapters just enough to tell the complete story so as long as you're telling a complete story as long as you're keeping um the content exciting like you want to make it a page turner um and then as long as you're getting your message across that's what's ultimately important when you're writing a book so the book is coming um it's scheduled for april the website is getting put up and the podcast of course this is our first episode of 2020 so thank you make sure we get those streams up this year really support get the merchandise the pre-order will go um up my birthday sunday january the 12th we will begin the pre-orders for the merchandise to support the brand of course Portia Sherelle your girl and then to also support the Resilient Rail podcast because we want this thing to grow it's definitely one of my platforms it's definitely something that I'm proud to say is on my resume and we want to keep it going okay so to get back on topic I have a few different things I want to discuss and you know I like to keep my episodes short and sweet to the point so that you guys can come back and listen more and i do want to say that last episode parental advisory was like one of the most streamed episodes so even though it was longer it was like 30 minutes a lot of people listen to it so thank you danika thank you tanisha again always for um you know you guys came through and it was obviously a great episode i have a lot of i got a lot of feedback on it and um we got a lot of streams on that episode so thank you ladies again Um, If you have any topics you want me to discuss, like that one was brought to my attention. That's what made me do it. Um, Please feel free to reach out to me um, via email, any of my social media tags. Just reach out to me. You know, if you really like, if I really like you, you have my phone number. You can text me. (laughs) And if I really love you, you can call me and I'll talk to you and answer the phone. But yeah, just let me know. Just um, communicate with me. Um, I want to talk about success what is success like i feel like each one of us probably have we have a main definition of success okay of course we want money we want a car we want a house we want to take care of the family you know those are the basics um then you get into more specifics do you want um a good credit score what type of business do you want to own what career do you see yourself in that's going to garner you that feeling of success so um is it you dating a particular person, um, you being able to travel more? What is success to you? So I do want you to get back to me and let me know what you feel success is. Um, I also want to say how important it is on your road to success. And when you're leveling up, you want to make sure you self-assess. Um, some things you find out when you self-assess. You are not going to like it's going to be maybe a toxic trait or it's a trait that is holding you back from going to the next level. Also, you want to protect your peace. And I have found out that protecting your peace a lot of times means staying away or giving those closest to you limited access to you. Because when you are going through this transition, and I mean, you guys can back me up here. Anyone who's a parent, anyone who's 
started a new position at work, anyone who's um, started a business, anyone who's, um, you know, just taking that next leap in life, you understand the amount of focus and dedication it takes once you're trying to elevate. And you have to have tunnel vision. I know everyone says this and you hear it a lot, but you have to apply it to your life. If you don't, literally nothing is going to change. So it is a new year and I'm excited and you can definitely feel the vibes of the new year, of the new decade. But I promise you, it's just going to be another month, another year, another week. If you do not intentionally make changes. I always tell myself a small step forward is better than no movement at all. So I would rather move slowly than not at all. Um, And then you get to the point where you have to just move. You know what I mean? You can't move slow. You have to move. You have to execute. But those slow steps will still move you forward. So become intentional and stay consistent. Write down your goals. Once you write down your goals, write down what it's going to take to get you there. Sometimes I always say it just begins with just getting that information. Information is power. Acting upon the information is where you gain your profit. So you want to get information, whether you want to start investing, if you want to learn how to budget and save more, if you want to go back to school, you want to go ahead and get the information. Once you act on the information and you're persistent and you complete it, you'll begin to see that return on your investment, bringing in that profit. Profit doesn't always have to be financial. A profit can be you changing your lifestyle. It's just basically a plus you're adding to it. Um, Getting your life together while you're a parent is one of the hardest things that you will do. It's hard enough getting your life together when you have a little one that you love and that's dependent on you and looking up to you. Um, It puts the pressure on you 10 times more. So to all my parents out there that are, again, looking to make that next step, whether it's dating someone new, whether it's starting a new job, um, a career change, going back to school, starting a business, um, working out, parents, I salute you. Um, I pray strength and good vibes to you. It's not easy, but it's not hard. You know, you, you love yourself, you love your kids, and just... Just do it for them. Um, If you can't do it for them, do it for yourself. Um, Just do it and don't make an excuse. Um, I think in the next episode, I want to talk more about relationships. And I want to talk more about stereotypes. And like these old things that seem to keep trickling in. Um, you know, I may take a few minutes and talk about it now. I feel like there are old ways that are very dated and they're still trickling in and it's 2020. I also feel like men are very, um, closed minded when it comes to how women can love and how women are able to be loyal and how women are able to express themselves. I feel like they have dated ideas. I feel like what they are requesting, they are not putting out. So there was a um, post actually with Jeezy and Jenny Mai. They are recently dating. Jeezy is an African-American rapper, um, entrepreneur, 
philanthropist. Jenny Mai is a TV host. Um, she's an entrepreneur. Um, she does a lot of work with the community and for the community as well. So they are dating. They are an unexpected match, but we love them together. Now, keep in mind, Jenny and Jeezy are like 40 years old. So they are to the point now where they are dating. They're successful in their 40s. <laughs> so they are to the point. They have their families. I don't know if Jenny has kids. Maybe she doesn't want kids. I don't know. But um, at this point, they're basically dating for pleasure. You know, it's not, I need a man, I have to have a husband, I have to do this by a certain age. Um, it's not because they need a partner. It's literally because at this point in their life, of course, they still um, want to do certain things and you you want to do with the person that you enjoy and you love. Like, I love traveling, but I like to travel with people that I like or a person that I enjoy. Um it just makes the trip better. You don't need a whole lot of people, but if you have that one person or that small group of people that you enjoy traveling with, it does make it a lot more fun. And so someone shared a post that implied that he's dating an Asian woman and that they now need to date outside their race, which is African-American, um, to find happiness because Asian and Hispanic women are so loyal. Um... This is so old. Like, this is not the 80s. This is not the 90s or the 70s. Maybe the 70s that was all about love. So, I'm going to say 80s, 90s. You know, date whoever you want to date. But leave black women out of the conversation. Like, whether you feel like we are too much. Whether you feel like we have attitudes. Whether you feel like we do not support you. If you want to date someone else, go ahead and date someone else but i know for a fact black women are some of the most loving supportive understanding creatures created we are the bomb if you can't handle us um if you can't handle a woman that doesn't want to put up with the bs you want to put her through because not for everyone but for some people um these men they go to jail they don't graduate school they don't keep a steady job. Now, that's for some because I'm not, there are some dope ass black men out here. Okay. So let me make my point. My point is some of those men who scream the most what they want from a black woman, they cannot provide it to a black woman. Some men, they don't know what's wrong with them and why a black woman won't date them, but they won't take the time to look at themselves and say, you know what? I don't know how to communicate. You know what? I could be mean sometimes. Hey, maybe I should lose some weight. Maybe I should change my style up. Maybe I should cut my hair. I mean, just, I know those are little things, but you guys are so hard on black women. We have to look a certain way. We have to have our hair done a certain way. We have to not have our hair done a certain way. We need to dress a certain way. We need our nails done. I mean, just, there's so many things in, um requirements that you guys put on us and a lot of times we are not getting that back from you you may not even if it's just something small and you're a great guy but you are not romantic or you know just little things and you guys require so much from us so what i'm going to say as a black woman this year and beyond all that you require from your partner or your mate or your potential spouse you need to make sure you're able to provide it whether it's financially, 
whether it's mentally, whether it is physically, what you are requiring, make sure you can provide it. I love all my Asian sisters, my Hispanic sisters, my um Indian, Filipino. I mean, women, just women are dope. Most of us are women of color, so we're already minorities and we're already in a world that would not like to give us what we deserve so before you go and you put all these um requirements on your woman just make sure you look at yourself in the mirror and say what can i offer you know what does she need you know um how can i better myself it's okay to ask yourself those questions and then apply what you've learned and it's okay to be vulnerable and admit that you may not no certain stuff as well but black women we do love black men um if you want to date outside your race i mean great do whatever you want to do um but just love a black woman today okay try to understand them try to communicate with them and try to support them we need that support as well so i'm just gonna wrap this up <laughs> That was a lot going on in one episode, but if you didn't get anything from it, the key to success and then with the dating stereotypes, you know, just just make sure you're giving what you are requiring um, from your partner, from your spouse. So the website is everythingportiasherelle.com. The podcast is resilientrelle.com. I thank you so much for listening. Um, my name is P-O-R-T-I-A. C-H-E-R-E-L-L-E. You can find me on Facebook. And if you search Portia on any of the, um, you know, Snapchat, Twitter, IG, I will be found. Until next time, keep pushing. Thank you.